0: Well, again, everyone. After our short break, we are back with our podcast from SIUE's MFA program, Writers in the World. I'm your host, Grant Deem, and back on the show today is Journey to SIUE. We'll get to the interview in a moment, but first, a reminder to those looking for an MFA program. The MFA at SIUE offers concentrations in fiction and poetry, and is accepting applications through January 31st, which is coming up. Check out a full list of required materials at siue.edu forward slash academics forward slash graduate. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to Writers in the World. Back on the show today is a new journey to SIUE. I'm joined by MFA student Jinrong Lai who goes by Myra. Myra, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you for inviting me here.
0: Absolutely. Um, and I know a little bit about you just because we're part of the same program, um, but our listeners might, maybe don't. So I think the natural place to start in talking about your journey here to campus is maybe going into what you were doing before you came to SIUE. And you can take that as far back as you'd like, but what were you doing before um, coming to Southwestern Illinois?
1: That's a long story. <laughs> um, I I grew up in uh, Changsha, Hunan Province, uh, and uh, I went to um, Beijing Film Academy for four years for my undergraduate. And then I... Um, uh, came to the U.S. to study at the University of Idaho for two master's degrees. Wow! One in TISSO and one in uh MA English. So before I came here, I was doing my MA English.
0: Okay. Well, how um, how long was that program? Or when did you when did you first move to Idaho or move to the states? What year?
1: Uh, in Idaho, I think it's two that uh. 2012. Okay. Yeah.
0: How did you like your time out there? I mean, was it was it a bit of a culture shock or what were some of the feelings, thoughts when you maybe like first came here or when you decided to go for a second master's while you were already out there?
1: Uh, actually, I didn't have, uh, have any cultural shock at the first time I came here because, oh my goodness, I, I was so excited to be here. Um, cause I, before I came here, I had a very big quarrel with my family. Um, something about my career and something about my, um, relationship with my, um, boyfriend at that time. So I kind of escaped here to start mm. a new life. So I was so excited. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, cause my English wasn't good. So I spent a year, actually it's half a year, but, um, I enrolled in the in the fall anyway, so I came here in um, August, so fall 2012, and I started my TESOL um, degree in 2013, I think, ah. yeah, yeah, ah. almost a year. Um, and then during that year, I was in uh, a language institute, so I studied a lot of things about uh, American culture and the teachers were um, really nice and good and supportive to help me, like walk me through everything. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't had any feeling of um, uncomfortable or anything.
0: All right, there was some support there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, you know, don't want to delve too deep into personal histories, anything like that, but just making that decision to sort of go after this dream of, of whatever it was at that time, and I'm sure it's, like, changed maybe slightly throughout the years, maybe not, Um, but it's brought you to here. So after uh, those first programs, um, you've been out in Idaho. You know, you said you came in 2012, around there. So, you know, that's six-ish years years ago, six, seven years ago. How did you hear about SIUE? How did that happen from, you know, here we are in the Midwest and you're out there on the West Coast?
1: Yeah, after... uh when I was even doing my MA English, I decided to just end because I I've been so long in at school and I, I I was tired, and I wanted to go back to um live with my grandma, like some kind of like I had a plan to bring her mm-hmm. to Shanghai and have and uh, have a job and live with her, wow. but that plan never 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 come true, um because my grandma passed away um on august 1st 2017 and after that i decided to wow i feel like i i mean i feel like i lost everything kind of and i didn't want to go back to china and i really wanted to do like it finally made up my mind to do what i really really want to do just to write fictions
0: mm.
1: um so i I decided to apply for MFA programs and I, um, searched online, um, the magazine, uh, the writer's chronicle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I searched on that website and I found our school, SIUE. Mm. Yeah. And I applied and then I got here. Yeah. Um.
0: And now we're talking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now
1: we're talking. Yeah. I'm Um, so glad that I did.
0: Yeah. I'm so glad that you're here too. Yeah, no, I mean, I, the our, our listeners, you know, outside of those that are in workshop with us or maybe others that you've talked about um, your work with, maybe, like, I can have an appreciation hearing this sort of history, seeing how that sort of, like, worked into your fiction a little bit, um, just in certain characters and maybe some of your themes that you're writing to. And, and so I'm wondering, when you finally made that leap, that decision, uh, were you thinking about your grandmother at that time? Were you thinking about your folks at that time? Was it just, I mean, what pushed you, I guess, over that edge? Was it just you wanted to give it your best shot and there was more opportunity here than maybe if you went back home to China?
1: Um, it's more like I know if I, if I go back or if I went back at that time, um, I knew probably my life would go back just like a, who I was mm. I didn't want to be like that I, I grew up in a very you know traditional family I had to always follow the parental control mm. and it was very restrict and I didn't have myself and I I spent a long time to learn that I me myself can have a life by mm. my own yeah. I I'm I'm a person, yeah. I'm a human being as well. But I know it's a, it's a very simple thing, but you know, if you grew up not in that way, you, you didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of have an awakening right. during, um, yeah. During my study here, I talked to so many people about, um, you know, awakening, something like that. Yeah. I didn't know the, the word, the word, or the, the term by that time. But because um, I had a very close relationship m- with my grandparents, I grew up mostly with them because um, my parents were very um, busy. Um, and uh, my grandma always supported me to do what I want. She wanted me to be happy. So, but I, I was unhappy for so many years until I um, decided to study in Literature and uh, writing. I, I didn't know what creative writing was, uh, is, um, because I, I just, I didn't know, because I didn't do it. Mm. I didn't write a complete story before um, 2016, you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's hard. <laughs> it,
1: it is hard. Yeah. It, it was very hard. And I could only write... Um, beginnings only beginnings, and then period. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I can relate to that a little bit. Yeah,
1: and then um, my grandma told me that you should do what you want to do, don't worry about your parents' wish. Um, and I kind of didn't follow her because I, you know, I was very submissive. That was, that was that 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 just was me. That was me, and I didn't know how to fight against and then after my grandma passed away I you know for me now I didn't even have the memory of anything afterward like after her passing away
0: wow. yeah for yeah, so like
1: for a, for a couple of, yeah for a couple of months hmm. I didn't have that I, I don't have that memory um, so kind of a shock and then I thought about my life through during that period, and finally I decided that, yes, I need to do this. I need to try what my grandma told me. I think that's the right thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, selfishly for me, I'm glad that that's the decision uh, yeah. you arrived at. And I'm, and I'm glad you're here. And writing is, it's, it's a phenomenon in that way, as it's a, it's a tunneling in. You know, it's, you, you find out a lot about yourself yes. in, in the end. Yes. Hello again. Um, and it's Grant Deem, and I'm here with Myra, still talking about journeys to SIUE, and we're going to shift focuses just a little bit um, in the conversation and focus just a little bit more on Myra's time in the program. So she is a second year MFA student at SIUE, uh, about halfway through that second year. And uh, she would mentioned sort of when she came here, she experienced a type of awakening and, and writing had something to do with it and maybe that fits into uh, discussion around what you've enjoyed so far about the program but maybe it doesn't but just anything in general uh, ha- with the faculty or a or workshop or any of your lit courses uh, anything at all that you've appreciated so far?
1: Mm, uh, yeah, the first thing I really appreciate um, is my classmates. I have very nice and supportive and friendly classmates here. Um, Cause writing is a very tough thing. Mm. I mean, the first thing I need here, really, I think about an MFA program is the support because I always doubt myself. I think every writer has the moment to doubt themselves. Mm. I always have that moment. And the support is really that thing to help me to walk this day and walk me um, into my future Mm. and uh, I really appreciate them and we also we talk about writing all the time and we hang out and have fun together I really enjoy that Uh, and secondly um, the staff here my professors um, professor um, Jeff uh, can't remember her his last name, how do you pronounce it? Schmesh. Yeah, Jeff Schmesh uh, and uh, Valerie Walgrain. Um, they both helped me very much um, on my um, writing techniques and skills, helped me to improve, helped me to um, question my old ways about um, writing for philosophy and, mm-hmm. you know, writing just knowledge in general and always question that and always improve myself. (laughs) Because in the past, I was very naive that I thought, wow, maybe there is, or there are just ways that I can write good stories certain ways, but there's no that certain ways for each writer. There's no certain ways you have to explore your own way to write good stories.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah,
1: but I spend a lot of time to realize that I didn't, I didn't know it.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, <laughs> I, I feel that certain writers, they get really good at telling maybe a type of story or writing around certain themes or certain aspects of their stories or writing sort of crop up in other another pe- projects, other work. But yeah, um, yeah, you're exactly right. Like it could be that. Each story has its own set of yeah, rules or guidelines or, or yeah. obstacles, yeah, right? Each
1: story is a journey. Each story is unique. I
0: love it. And
1: that. yeah, and I I appreciate that most is they help me to discover myself. Yeah. You know, through my writing. They guide me to, to do that. They they never force me. They just guide me and help me and make me to trust myself more and make me to learn about myself i am much much more self-confident right now i was very you know a submissive girl hmm. a, yeah a person who um didn't like herself yeah yeah
0: well that's a, that's a beautiful thing you know that writing <laughs> and literature art and just collaboration with other artists and writers has had that big of an impact on you yeah. and um yeah no i mean it's 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 just encouraging to hear. I know that, just to back back up just a little bit, you, you mentioned just that you received a lot of support and help with certain techniques with writing, and I'm wondering, are there one or two in particular or areas of focus in your writing that you found is sort of linked to this awakening that, that you're going through as you continue on your journey as a writer and as a grad student here?
1: Yes, because um, I mainly write about um, female, write about uh, women's experien- experiences. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically women's stories, girls' stories. So, um, I think that helps me to build up my, my own power as a woman and a writer. And uh, that helps me to think through what I have been experienced in my life so far. And that helped me to um, lead to my feminist awakening and my awakening as an, you know, individual person.
0: Well, I appreciate you sharing just all that with you, with us, and yeah, I mean, writing of all kinds is sort of a way of thinking, right, and a way of knowing, and, um, I just appreciate your, your sort of honest responses and just how important writing has been to your life so far. Yeah. So before Myra goes, I asked her if she had any news, ideas, um, any information that she wanted to just shout out or plug before going. And so, yeah, Myra, do you have anything you want to say to our listeners before we uh, wrap up the interview here?
1: Yeah, just one thing. Girls, listen. You have the power and right and to do everything you want to do, and you can do it. Trust yourself. Don't think about anything else, just yourself. Do it.
0: Thank you very much, Myra. I think that's a Mm -hmm. great note to end on.
1: Thank you.
0: And that's our show. Tune in next week to Writers in the World for interviews with authors. My guest is the poet and professor, Steve Davenport talk about place, process, and forthcoming work. Make sure to tune in next Monday.